Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is a beautiful night here at the Boston University WTVU Podcast Studio. <laughs> We're your hosts. I'm Andy. And I'm Shafali. Welcome to the As We Like It Book Review Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's us. We're going to be talking about all of our favorite books and you, hopefully your future favorite books. And we're also going to dive into our favorite tropes, favorite authors, favorite anythings, favorite un-anythings. Welcome to the season four premiere, y'all. Wow. It was a big one. Yeah. <laughs> Had us changing like our whole setup here. I know. Became football studio hosts. Or yeah, I guess announcers. you can. Yeah, guess what the episode's about. <laughs> it's not time yet. Yeah, yeah, it's you're not right. Time. You're right. I don't want to ruin the surprise. You're right. Them. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about how your break was. It's been like two months since we last did this. Has it been two? It feels like longer. Maybe. I think like, yeah, it was the end of November, like beginning of December, the last time we recorded. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thanksgiving has happened since then. Christmas has happened since then. Yeah. New Year's. Back to school. My Your birthday. birthday. Yep, yep. What what age are you? Are you feeling, I'm feeling a certain number? I'm feeling 22. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> Not me. I don't know the feeling yet. So yeah, you don't get it. I got a couple you months. You got a month. No, like two. Yeah, I guess it's still January. Yeah, yeah. It won't be by the time you're listening to I this. I know. It'll be Feb, and hope maybe a certain game will be around the corner. I don't know yet. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but how has the first week of college been, Shafali? Like, Ever. <laughs> yeah, tell me how... The first last week. This is crazy. The last first week. This is the last time we're going to record in the studio for the first time. <laughs> we're going to say that every episode. <laughs> this is the last time we're going to record for the second time. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the last first time for everything, I feel like. We're having like a lot of moments. We're like, yeah. oh, our last first time. Yeah, the last first time we had to do icebreakers in a class. Oh my God, yeah. That kind of made me emotional i know i hate them <laughs> with every fiber of my being like i cannot like if i sit there and be like my name is shifali verma i am a dual major in psychology yeah. and public relations i'm from rhode island like any fun fact about you what's your fun fact i'm a dual citizen of the u.s and Canada. oh my god i remember that's you my did fun tell fact. me this it's not true everyone i have yet to see a passport of you in canada i don't have a, a pa- i have a photo <laughs> i don't have a passport i have a little card that says so when you like cross the border like in your car or do they like i need your license and registration oh wait you're canadian no i don't i'm not getting pulled over (laughs) (laughs) they don't ask for my license and registration (laughs) i don't know how it works i've never been to canada oh wait yes you have that's a lie i have been to canada but i think i flew there or something i've i've flown there one one time and i was a baby so like i don't know if no they just get you ask for your passport they're like why are you here what are you bringing in what are you taking out how Mm. long are you gonna be there for who are you seeing yeah for what reason? I mean, what do you tell them? I'm actually here to deposit some drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what I tell you. You know cooperation. that you're not allowed to bring like fruit across the border. Yeah, it's it's, it's like so it it feels like you're taking drugs when we like have, you we, can't bring cheese. We my, pack our snacks. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, I don't we just say we're going to, like to see criminal. our family. What's your fun fact? Uh, I have five siblings, and that usually gets a reaction like. Oh my god! Even when I say I have three, it gets a reaction. I'm yeah. like, that's not that many. People always, but I like, guess it is. People always groan in the class, and I get it. Um, it's yeah. a lot of kids. Yeah, yeah. But I also have an update. I'm the head honcho of this <laughs> of the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, she is. Bu, and I feel like I shouldn't have it, but here <laughs> I am. We walked in today, and there were so many problems with the studio, and now I have to. Figure and they're out, all Andy's. <laughs> they are all Andy's problems. I have to figure out how I'm gonna deal with them. But yeah, should we get into current reads, please? Okay. Do you want to go first? Should I go first? Okay. Here's the thing. As I've literally been in a reading slump since I was born. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Literally. I feel that. Usually over breaks, I can read last, like 10 to 15 No, books. last break. If you listen, I think it's to season two. Like, premiere episode. I read 18 books over yeah, break. Yeah, that was normal for us. I read three <laughs> I or read, four i think i think i read four books so over the break that weren't for the podcast yeah like, just no yeah, yeah, yeah. i, I read to. more for the podcast but um yeah because the last book i talked about i think was magnolia parks mm-hmm. finished it loved it haven't 
read the second one because I've I been in, ask in such questions. a slump that okay I've started and not finished so many books I started Daisy Hates didn't finish it I wanted to but then I was like I'm in such a slump I'm not enjoying this the way yeah. I want to I started the book you for the show didn't finish really? it yeah the one that's like oh hello yeah you. didn't finish it oh okay um started the fourth wing didn't finish it. That breaks my that heart. That one I'm going back to. That once I'm I finish <laughs> once I finish the book that I'm reading right now, I'm going to go back to it. Yeah. But didn't finish that one. I started like three other books that I didn't finish. But the ones I did finish is The Hunger Games, which was obviously great. Did you reread it? I reread it. Okay. It's so weird reading a book that you can quote the movie to because then you're like, this quote is wrong. Did you know what I didn't know? And this is such a total side note. I saw a TikTok over break of the author reading an excerpt from... The Hunger Games, and Katniss has like a real Appalachian accent. Appalachian accent, yeah. and I was like, why didn't they do that in the movie? Like, it makes sense. I learned that after uh, seeing Battle of the Songbirds and the Saints, just because they're like Lucy Gray and yeah. Katniss are supposed to have the same accent. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, but, um, side note. Yeah, no, the, uh, Hunger Games: The Kind We're Killing by Su- Peter Swanson, The Christmas Guest by Peter Swanson and The Christmas Party by Michaela Douglas. I was in my Christmas thriller era. Also, all I want to do right now is watch Suits. Yeah. Did I you finish vi- it? I finished it last okay, night. Okay, me and my room, our other roommate, Sienna, we barged into Shivali's room last night because we're having a bit of a war with our <laughs> teammates about our bathroom. And when are we not in war? No, literally, I <laughs> kid you not, every single time I go to the bathroom, the two of them are standing <laughs> outside of their door waiting to see who it is. It's always me. It's it's always for context... <laughs> I don't even know if we should get into this, but basically, Probably like, not, but it's fine. <laughs> our, I can cut it out. Our other sweetments use our bathroom, and there's two bathrooms in our dorm. Yeah. One on each side, and on our side, it's our bathroom, and we're the ones that, you know, make get everything for it. Yeah. So it's become a war when they don't pay for stuff. It's so funny because it's a one sided war. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, she probably was just trying to watch Toots in Peace and we disturbed her. I had her. 10 minutes left, but <laughs> I finished it and I'm going to restart it. Yeah. Because I don't want it to end. <laughs> okay. It was so sad. No, I feel that. I'll get into my current reads. Yeah, so, please. again, I'm kind of in the same boat as Shafali. I think last Christmas break. I read like 10 to 15 books, like somewhere around there. And this time I think I read four that weren't for the podcast. We're both struggling. It's not struggling. It's just like I feel like I read so many books in such a short period of time in fall semester that I just wanted a break during my break. Yeah, I mean, overall I read 10, but only four were like fully for like myself. Yeah, yeah. So... I read King of Wrath by Anna Huang, Tame the Heart by Ava Hunter, and I have a bit of a like an eclectic choice in here, which is Percy Jackson and the Chalice of the Three Gods by Rick Riordan. Just, I don't think so. Just because the show came out. my I feel the Hunger Games in mine. I feel like that's... Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Very much nostalgia for yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the show came out over break, so then yeah. I wanted to reread some of the books, and I did. Yeah. But then I also started the new one that he wrote. And it was all good. I don't have any complaints about either of the picks, but my fave was probably King of Wrath by Anna Huang. I mm-hmm. love her. I I, we, I read another book by her that I'm not going to say, mm-hmm. but she's great. Love her. I agree. I love Anna Huang books. I've read most of her books, but I will say she sticks to what she knows. Yeah, you think there's a formula? A hundred percent. She it's like it's like oh my god, who's the author who read the Love Hypothesis? Allie Hazelwood. Yeah. Where it's like you know what you're getting but into. Allie Hazelwood is different because she writes the same exact book. Like there's nothing different. There is a little bit of difference in Anna Huang, but yeah. I will say like rich guy, rich girl, like yeah. they're high power which I like love, like all high power, all probably like, enemies to lovers big at jobs, first. like yeah. yeah. But you know, I have a great time reading. I'm it. not complaining. <laughs> I've never read a book by her that I was like, this sucks. Yeah. Well, At I, least yet. I agree. I agree. But should we get into the main course? Of the yeah. If you remember the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Where me and Shivali were announcers really quick. We... Like, Listen. We're strategists, really, if you think about it. Yeah. Because this book, I mean, this episode is probably going to come around. Because you know what? Welcome time. to the Super Bowl. To the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, I we still don't know who's playing. Maybe by next week we'll find out who's playing tonight. Oh, really? Okay, <laughs> I had no idea. Wait, let me make sure. Okay, yeah. So tonight, 
January 28th. We will find <laughs> out if it's Kansas City, um, the Ravens, Detroit, or the 49ers. I was like, the Lions what? or the 49ers? Yeah. Okay. Chiefs, Ravens, Li- yeah, um, we'll Detroit. See if Taylor, you know, flies from Tokyo to wherever this the is the big place. Vegas. This is the big one today, 3 p.m. Taylor Swift versus Hannah Ann from The Bachelor. Yeah. Who will win? I'm sorry. <laughs> I totally agreed with that, and I, I, had, to, I had to think that back. I had to reverse. Let's but, run that one back real quick. <laughs> Hannah Ann from The Bachelor, if you watch Pilot Pete's season, she, she came in second place. Yeah. She, however, is dating should who? have won. She's she dating? dating some guy who just got traded, I think, from Detroit to the Ravens. Oh, okay, T. Or a different team. Don't take my word for it, but I know he plays for the Ravens, mm. and I know he's won the Super Bowl once already. Oh, so. okay, so he's good. No, I don't think he plays. Oh, he's a bench warmer? I feel like someone told me that. I so could be wrong, though. But today, in two hours, three hours, if you well, will. Well, no. Hannah Ann versus Taylor Swift. Yeah. Anyways, the point of today's episode is football romance. If, if you, you didn't, didn't get, get that, <laughs> if you didn't get that from everything we just said <laughs> yeah, from the last like ten minutes. Yeah. But anyways, what do you what do you like about a football romance, Shafali? Funny enough, I don't read them really <laughs> because they're. N- I like a good football romance. I've only. I don't even think I've read a college one. I like Wall of Winnipeg. Well, oh, the, I was gonna say I think that's the only one I've ever read, but I just feel like they're not that common unless they're just not like on my radar. Yeah. Like I know some, but they're college. I don't yeah. know. Like these are all NFL. Yeah, level. we tried. We did that on purpose because I feel like a lot of college romances are just sports romances. Yeah. So we just like Which, wanted to. Yeah. We c- wanted to keep it to the pros. Yeah, because like we said, Super Bowl's coming up. We don't know who's playing. We'll find out tonight. This is, like, so fun because by the time this comes out... We'll know. And we'll, we'll look know. like idiots. Yeah. <laughs> who are, who do you think will win? Um, I don't know. If you were to guess. I've been... Have you seen that theory that football is rigged? And, like, they're yeah, doing it Yeah, by the colors. Have, yeah. yeah. By the colors. But it's actually crazy because it, it always matches Ravens, up. So think. I'm thinking that. And I also think that um, the Ravens will beat the Chiefs. Like, I, I think people want the Ravens to win. I have no idea about football. But anyways... <laughs> And should we get into like the first <laughs> book? Of yeah, the let's actually talk about the point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let's discuss. This Taylor turns Swift. into a sports podcast. Yeah, literally. Okay, so we just give the wrong information <laughs> to. <laughs> like Hannah Ann's it's like team, the blind leading the blind. <laughs> yeah. Hannah Ann from the Bachelor's team. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so the first book that we have for y'all today is "Love in the Red Zone" by Love Belvin, which I didn't even notice that she kind of named it after herself. But anyways, do you think her real name is Love though? I think it's possible. Okay, so this story follows Trent and Jade. Jade is a single mom to six-year-old Kyrie, and she's down on hard times, y'all. The dad of Kyrie is in jail, and he was financially supporting them until he realized that he liked other baby mamas better. Because I think he has like he has like six or something. Yeah, he has like a bunch of other kids, and they all have different moms. So they were really like relying on him to like pay money for rent, pay money for food, like all those things. And then he just decided like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, so she's in a bit of a pickle. So enter Trent, who's a volunteer coach on Kyrie's peewee team. I think he also plays football, Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. Trent is an ex-football star who's trying to get back in the league after he had a public scandal where he went to jail. So once Jade is evicted from her apartment, Trent offers Jade a place to stay because, again, her baby daddy, like, stopped paying Rent, yeah, like basically. they have no electricity. Yeah, they have nowhere to go. So Trent offers them a place to stay after seeing the situation that Kyrie's in. And at first, Trent just really wants to keep their relationship platonic because all he wants his focus to be on is getting back into the league and becoming the star quarterback once again. But he really realizes that he can't really stay away from Jade's womanly wiles. And I, I, I you were so ready to say that too. You were like, "It's coming." I, I put that womanly wiles line on purpose, yeah, just because this book is crazy to me. This book is so problematic. It was so. It's like every single line was either like misogynistic or like a Sexist. stereotype or like you know what I mean. And the thing is, like, the author, like, is an author of color. So, like, the call is coming from inside the house sort of thing. You know what I mean? 
Like, there were so many instances where, like, Trent was referring to Jade as, like, an object, or he would, like, really just, you know, comment on her body and yeah. be like, oh, I'm so tempted by her, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, we need to think of Jade as a person. How about yeah. that? Like, it was just, it just felt weird, the whole thing to me. Um, yeah. And also, like, the way other men talked about women, just in general. Yeah. There was, like, that general theme of just, like, talking about their bodies and, like, commenting on them and just... Yeah. It didn't feel like a hero that I wanted to root for at all, you know? Yeah. Um, I, like, literally could not for the life of me get into the book. Yeah. I, like, it was like pulling teeth while trying to finish it. And you know what's so funny is I actually, a lot of people love this book. I'm so surprised. I looked on Goodreads. It has such a high rating. Because that's why we picked it, because it had such a high rating. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just us. Obviously, like, I just also, something that I don't love about a sports romance is if you're branding yourself as a sports romance, be, like, a little bit about sports. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. That was another thing. I rarely saw him as a football player. Like, it like, wasn't. Until the very, very end. Yeah. But also, if you get arrested, no way in hell you're getting let back into the NFL. You think? I have no idea how uh, those things 100%. work. 100%. I mean, actually, I don't know any of them personally. <laughs> I don't know their stories. Yeah. <laughs> but I know, like... What's that guy like? Aaron Hernandez? He killed someone. He's not. No, he's not going to be given back. Well, I too. will say, I think his his crime was nonviolent. I just think he didn't want to be a snitch no, he, or something. He aided and abetted. I think. Yeah, like he did something. Like it wasn't bad, but also like I just feel like if you get arrested, like you're not going to be let back in. Yeah, I you mean, know, it could have happened. That I just don't know. But I just we don't do think see it's... him like struggle to get back in though. So like, and yeah. it's a it's a it's a As book. Should, you know, honestly. it's fiction, so it's not really real. So I yeah. I guess you can argue the fact that like yeah, it's possible. I don't know. Yeah. Um. And another thing about their relationship is I feel like they didn't even like each other. Like I yeah no it kind of just happened like all of a sudden Jade was just like in his bed every night and I was yeah like, when I, did you I missed that? that like progression completely yeah and I feel like he thought like okay so she I have a woman and her son living at my house yeah she cooks she cleans like to and she doesn't and she pays for like groceries and a little bit of the utilities but like she feels like she owes it to me to do that yeah. so. This is so convenient. They Let me also, just like, like start hooking up with her. You know what I mean? Through religion down your throat. Oh my god. The religious trauma that I experienced <laughs> reading this book. And it was, it was so, so random. It was so wild too because it was like objectifying her. Oh my god, I can't wait. I like I'm thinking about her cherries or whatever. Yeah, no, they've said that a lot. I was yeah. like, let's just like call a spade a spade <laughs> right now. Like let's not do that. No, but what I'm saying is like he would he would think about her cherries and then the next line is like I'm so thankful to God. God yeah. got he Yeah, got he to, met with the pastor every other ep- episode yeah. <laughs> chapter. I was like and they went to church and you know what? Yeah. I don't have a problem with like be religious about whatever Christianity. but like it was so funny like it was so it was random. so funny that i had to laugh but it was just like the juxtaposition of yeah. like objectifying women and then all of a sudden being like i'm all about god it's like yeah what? like he will guide me. they prayed before their meal which obviously i'm not here to judge yeah but they're just not christian it was just like crazy i just thought the book was trying to convert me <laughs> and i would read like the dirtiest smut line and then the next they'd be like preaching about god and church yeah. and but you know what so much whiplash Diversity. you know what i mean <laughs> We, we love, love a book that has range. it all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I call range. But overall, it might be someone's cup of tea. It wasn't ours. I literally wrote, like, if you like res- messy relationships with a dash of Christianity and smut, this is your book. Yeah, so if that's you. Yeah, go for it. I will say my favorite part about this book is that the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Did they? Oh, yeah, they lost at the end. Um, Not to spoil it. But oh, okay, I'll cut that out. <laughs> no, don't because the Patriots won. <laughs> okay, no offense to anyone who's trying. Like, it didn't matter though because like the entire book wasn't about football. And also, can I just like say something really quick about the characters themselves? Mm-hmm. Like, Jade was so jealous, and for what? Like, she yeah. was like, th- it, there was like a whole point I in this book. Annoying. There was a whole point in this book where she's like, I have to like basically sleep with him so much so he doesn't leave me. And she was very open about that. Yeah. And he knew that, too. He was like, oh, look, there's Jade going jealous. And she because she thinks I'm going to kick her out. I'm like, 
this is not a functional relationship. This is not yeah. something that we should be like. I don't think it should be in a romance book because I feel like romance books are something that you can like strive for. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I get it. But this is not. I definitely. I don't want to say that we're recommending this because it's a healthy relationship. It's not. I think yeah. it's just like we went into it thinking that oh, this is a football book, and it wasn't. It wasn't. It was, but it didn't feel like it. It didn't feel like one. And yeah. also, like, their relationship as a whole was just not healthy. Yeah. Not for us. But for someone, maybe. Because it did get good reviews. Yeah. I mean... My, I gave it a two two stars. I gave it three stars. But I think the average was, like, over four. Yeah. No, I don't... I came out years ago. It so was over 3.8 because that's our limit. Yeah. But... I don't know. Again, if you're into, you know, Christianity, smut, football, might be your book. Yeah. But anyways. We digress. We digress. Moving on to the next book. The Cheat Sheet by Sarah Adam. Yeah. I feel like you can't do a football episode uh, I've seen this book. book everywhere. That's what I'm saying. Can't do a football book. Yeah. Football episode without mentioning this book. So, the Chi-Chi is about Nathan and Bree, who have been best friends since high school. They're both athletes. Nathan is a football star, and Bree is a ballerina who never really had a professional career because she did get injured in a car accident. I think it was in high school, right before college. Yeah, right before she was going yeah. off. Yeah. So now she teaches and she owns her own studio. This is a dual point of view. So you're both, you're in both of their heads and they're both convinced that the other person would never like love them in a romantic way or see them in that sort of light. But they're both so head over heels in love with each other. It's actually crazy. Yeah. Um, so the, it kind of seems like it's going to stay that way. And their friendship is like at the forefront until Brie gets really drunk one night and unknowingly admits her feelings to this TMZ reporter and also admits that she thinks that Nathan has the same feelings for her. Yeah. So when a video that's taken of her goes viral, Nathan's manager sees this as an opportunity for a football commercial. They like partner with Tide because she mentions Tide a lot. Or, like, she wants, like... Because in the confession, away, she was, like, I want to tie like, away every other like, woman yeah, in Yeah, use, like, life. a tied stick to, yeah. like, get rid of all of them, like, in her confession. And, oh, yeah, erase every other woman in Nathan's life. So now they're forced to... Not really forced, but, you know, they decide to. Yeah. Fake date so that Nathan takes it upon himself to write a cheat sheet for all the romantic stuff he can do in the, rela- the fake relationship to turn it into a real one. Also, the reason that they decide to fake date, which is because Nathan is paying rent for her studio. Yeah, and she's like, I want to do it myself. she needs to pay him back, or she decides she needs to pay him back, so she's going to use the money from the Tide commercial, which needs them to be dating. Yeah. Um, What are your thoughts on this book? Okay, here's the thing. I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? You're going to go, you'd be like, it just, like, wasn't for me. Like, it was too cheesy (laughs) and all that kind of stuff. And I know that. Yeah. But I loved that. I thought it, like, I think it was the perfect amount of cheesy. Like, it was so cheesy. Do not get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I thought every, like, fake dating, like, um, stereotype, not stereotype, but, like, you know, like, thing that could happen, happened. I think she took the formula of a romance book and she ran with it. And I think she did a fantastic <laughs> job doing it. I gave this book a 4.5 stars. I could give, I could give it higher. I thought this was so cute. They, I will say, it pissed me off that they were so in love with each other. And I'm just, like, in their heads and I'm like, just say it. That's my biggest problem just with Just say it. This book is chock full of miscommunication. It's awful. And But I still loved it. <laughs> I, I, okay, my main issue with the book is that First of all, it was a slow burn because I don't love even a think slow burn. they love I a slow burn. I can't do a slow burn. I love slow a slow burn. burn. Miscommunication. I also think that the Brie was a little bit like a pick me girl. I'm not going to lie. I just, Probably. I just feel like. But I had a great time. Every time she was like talking about other women. Like, first of all, she said that she wanted to erase every other woman in his life. Like, what? That doesn't seem healthy. <laughs> Second of all, I just feel like she, she was drunk. She already, yeah, I guess, but drunk words are sober thoughts. <laughs> wow. Wait, did I say that right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. But anyway, so like, I think I'm gonna there's, remember there's that a, for next time. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I think um, I forgot. There was a scene where um, she's coming over with like donuts because they're both athletes. the first scene. Yeah, yeah. 
they're they're both athletes so they they work out together i guess yeah they like run so every every tuesday or i don't know every week she comes with donuts and Mm -hmm. she usually sees like his flavor of the week there and she always like comes with like these pre-made like assumptions about them and she's like oh i know they're gonna hate me because i'm his best friend and like um they can't deal with that and i'm like for good reason like obviously these women can see that you guys have a special connection and i do think that they were crossing a boundary with his quote-unquote girlfriends even Mm -hmm. though he wasn't serious about them but like she was trying to make it seem like these women were crazy and i'm like they're not crazy to have like serious concerns about like your relationship Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah no that's valid so i don't know i did have issues with like brie's character but it was a cute book like i'm not gonna sit here and be like it was terrible it's just like minor things like that that i don't really vibe with but obviously like if like a cute romantic story like go for it oh i took this book so service level like (laughs) i read into nothing i was just there to have a good time and i did and like he has his little sheet and they go on all these like events and she goes to the red carpet and he gets her like a makeup artist yeah the end is so cheesy i will say that i was like this is ridiculous how did it end again they got married oh my god yeah yeah they, the super bowl yeah 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 i do remember. i forget if he won or not you know if instead of going to disney world <laughs> they're like i'm gonna get married let's get married because their super bowl was in vegas i think oh really like okay. this one but um i thought just like the friend group was fun they were all so nice to her like it's obviously super unrealistic for the entire football team to be like Bree's like the sister of the team like oh yeah that's not true but you know it just i like a fake date fake dating the events were cool um i do think the concept of a cheat sheet was so cool because like nathan was literally so in love with her sometimes i'm like why are people so stupid like obviously she loves you back you know what i mean literally but then he like went the extra mile and was like i want to make this fake relationship a real one so let me think of like things i can do to like convince her and i forgot what things he did exactly do you remember or no it was like hold her hand kiss her like yeah. stupid things or like maybe like leave her, your hand on her back for longer yeah. than like two seconds you know like yeah just like, be affectionate with it her it was very like subtle like small things I, I, know, I think there was a funny scene where he like wrote it on a board with the entire yeah. team there yeah like all these little rules and she walks in and they try to hide it mm-hmm. and she's like do you guys have like boobs on the board is that like what you're trying yeah to, to hide or something yeah and then it was it was just a cute scene like yeah but overall i had a great time did and you i highly recommend um i thought they were a little boring as a couple i don't know really? yeah because i don't know i didn't think like there was any like special qualities to the characters and when they were a couple like it just like i didn't I didn't care when they got together. You no, know what I, mean? I totally understand that because like there's nothing super special about this book. Like I'm saying, I, like I said yeah. before, it kind of just follows the formula of every other fake dating, esports, romancey kind of book. Mm-hmm. But that's why I loved it. Yeah, like, I do wonder why it blew up though. Do you think it's because it's so simple? That, I like, think like that. Like it's not one of those like let's think. <laughs> let's not put any thoughts yeah. no thoughts just, just vibes, vibes. <laughs> and i loved it yeah so yeah the cheat sheet by sarah adams Alrighty, are we moving swiftly along we are moving swiftly along okay so and that's so apt for this episode because taylor, taylor swift, swift. <laughs> yeah imagine if she breaks up with travis kelsey and we can't make that joke anymore i'd die <laughs> anyways laughing total side note (laughs) um okay so the next book we have for you is hands down by mariana zapata so this book follows bianca and zach and they've known each other since they were little kids because zach was best friends with bianca's cousin um i forgot his cousin's name boogie boogie i thought it was ziggy or something yeah it's boogie okay so he was best friends with bianca's cousin boogie so zach was older than bianca by seven years so he always saw her as a little kid and they were really close until one day it seems like zach cut bianca completely off um it was completely out of the blue he never answered her phone calls or her texts so bianca's under the impression that zach has outgrown their friendship and would be better off without her so fast forward 10 years later bianca comes back into zach's life because her cousin is concerned that Zach isn't answering his phone and they just so happen to live in the same city now. So basically Ziggy kind of sends her to check up on him in his new house. Boogie. 
oh my god (laughs) it's you understand (laughs) okay so bianca's reluctant to do it but she does and they end up reconnecting so neither of them understand why they lost trust and zach is determined to have bianca in his life again as a friend only between her supporting him with his unclear future as a quarterback because he's having some trouble with the league, I feel like that's a trend, and him helping her with her baking videos because she's sort of like an influencer who bakes, I guess. Um, the lazy baker, if you The will. lazy baker, that's her name, um, online. And, you know, feelings start to develop when they help each other out with their problems. I will say, I love Mariana Spada. Like, give me a good... She's the only author that I can do slow burn with and I'll have a great time. You know what I mean? But this is also in the same universe as The Wall of Winnipeg. Um, he was in The Wall of Winnipeg. Yeah. If you read it, they, you know Zach. They make a cute little like cameo, like Vanessa. Vanessa and Aiden. Yeah. I do think that because I read The Wall of Winnipeg. It wasn't as good. It wasn't as good. Like, I it's still it. a great book. I get like, it. Like, I think if I read that book, like, as a standalone, it would have been, you know, a perfectly fine book. But because I had The Wall of Winnipeg was as, comparing. like, a bar, yeah. you had to compare. Yeah. But other than that, I, I thought, still liked it. Yeah, it was a great book. Yeah. I do think this book also has the miscommunication trope as well. A hundred Hardcore. I don't understand how your family friends and don't speak for like 10 years well they had a valid reason i thought the reason was so stupid i like that's another thing about this book that i think kind of like knocked it down in my ratings a bit really because i thought the reason was so like this wouldn't happen and if it did like i feel like it had an easy solution you know what i mean it did i will say like he it wasn't even like him and her cousin stopped being friends yeah like they were still actively besties Mm. so he could have like they could have done something i don't know i just felt like i get that i hate the miscommunication trope and for me like everything can be talked out everything is the miscommunication trope these days (sighs) but i have a problem with that yeah no it's valid it's valid um but other than that other than like the big reason for why they didn't talk for 10 years yeah i thought it was super cute they were like this is definitely like friends to lovers i think yeah I think one time when I was, like, reading this at, like, one in the morning, there was this one specific scene. Mm, you texted me. I know exactly <laughs> what you about to so say. I was so traumatized. I know exactly it. what you about to say. Because I guess they're, you know, buddies. Yeah. I don't, we I certainly would, don't do this. I would never do this with a buddy. <laughs> Male or female. I just, I don't, I don't know how care to explain how it. long I've known you for. They fart on each other. Like as a joke, I never. I because they were like constantly joking about I'd it. Like, sooner Haha. throw myself out a window <laughs> <laughs> than like, ever get there in our relationship. <laughs> but I'm like, maybe it's different if you have a guy friend. No, like, it's not. Do you have to stoop so low as to fart jokes? I like, never. Um, I remember I was appalled. I remember <laughs> I was appalled by your text. <laughs> you were like, I think I blocked that I out. I think I blocked it out because I had no idea what you're talking about and I had already read it. Yeah. There were other like cute moments like, you know, he would be in her videos. Like I loved her um, videos. They were so cute. The yeah, Lazy Baker. I like, think like the concept is like she has to create something with as little ingredients as possible. Yeah. And then people really like that apparently yeah she has like millions of followers yeah and she would bring on zach and everyone in the comments would always be like oh my god you guys should totally get together and they'd be like nah we're just friends yeah but, like secretly she was dying inside yeah she loved him yeah the one thing i will say about like you're saying the mariana zapata slow burn usually if like the characters i haven't read a book where the characters start out as friends Mm -hmm. kind of so usually they're just introducing themselves to each other so you don't really see them together until like a quarter into the book yeah this book because they had already known each other before the book started they actually like just bounced back into being friends so that you actually see them together from the beginning which i did enjoy Usually you don't get that with a Mariana Zapata yeah, book. Yeah, usually they they don't even meet to like forty percent in. Yeah, or like actively start hanging out yeah, with each other. That's like, what I meant. Are they no like because in my head I'm like comparing it to Wait for It, where they like yeah. don't talk to each other really, but in Wall of Winnipeg I guess they're together, but they don't hang out. And I also think like Zach's character is like very much like the class clown, like goofy and like he's a cowboy. He- Oh, is he? He's a, cow- he's a blonde cowboy. Oh, because he's from Texas. Oh, my he's God. And they call Big Texas. Big Texas and um, Little, Little Texas. Texas. That's so- okay. Speaking of, huh. I cannot stand 
stand. The nicknames? When a guy calls the girl kiddo and the girl oh. calls the guy old man. Because I'm like, he is not your father. She is not your daughter. No. Stop. I think it's because, like, I totally agree, by the way. I think it's very much like Lolita. Like, it gives there's some me, daddy issues like, there. Yeah, no, like, um, it doesn't make me feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just because he was kind of like, he always saw her as a little sister. So I guess that kind of like. But now, like, you don't do that with your little sister. Yeah, you don't. Like, you shouldn't. I think they would, like, cuddle on the couch or whatever. And then another thing is, like, Bianca did everything to try to convince herself that like he did not want to be around her like yeah it's it was literally every single conversation they had I feel like he was calming down her insecurities of like I get it once or twice because of what happened like yeah. they didn't talk to each other for 10 years like I, I guess, get it but it was but every, every convers- time yeah. every conversation it so it was almost like he was tr- constantly trying to prove to her like no I I want you in my life like yeah he would like cuddle with her like he would show up like unannounced and just be like let's hang out and then she's like don't you have something better to do yeah that little insecurity yeah great like graded at me a little yeah. bit yeah I mean um, I get it but I, I understand about the the old man little kid thing. Yeah, it's just like I don't want to like think of like I don't know like it just reminds me like a father and a daughter. And I, yeah, I, I don't know. like that. Like weird dynamics. Yeah, but overall, I did enjoy. I will say, I think Mariana's Zapata books are so funny because she like doesn't put brand anything in there. Like it's not the NFL, it's the NFO. Yeah, it's not YouTube, it's WatchTube. It's not Instagram, <laughs> it's Pictogram. <laughs> And I'm I like, girl, that. it's okay. <laughs> like, no one's gonna sue no you. No one's suing you. Well, could they sue her? I don't think so because every other book doesn't do that. I guess, yeah. But maybe she really just wants I don't know, to like. She's covering her bases. She wants to clear it by legal. Yeah, I think. yeah. You know, and I can't fault her for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but overall, I thought this was a really cute book. If you like a friends to lovers, like slow burn, golden hero. retriever hero, not a hero, main character. I like saying hero. He's, he didn't save anyone. <laughs> he saved her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, what other tropes are there? Um, kind of brother's best friend, but cousin's best cousin's friend? Cousin's best friend. Yeah. All good. Alas, that was Hands Down by Mariana's Bottom. Yeah. On to the last book of the, book of the premiere. The episode. Yeah. Intercepted by Alexa Martin. Martin? Martin. 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 Why are you having such a hard time? But I like, do you emphasize the T? Martin. Martin? Yeah. But that's like a D. Martin. Or Martin. I don't make the rules. Intercepted by Alexa Martin. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So this story follows Gavin and Marley. Marley is the girlfriend, not a wife. Why are you so specific about that? Because it's such an integral part of the problem with the relationship. You're, You're so right. Anyways. I digress. Marley is the girlfriend, not the wife, of this famous football player named Chris, and that has been her title for the past decade. All the NFL wives love to point out the fact that she has never achieved the wife status, and Marley finds herself in a life that she's not happy with for a guy that isn't even her husband. So now, enter Gavin, a new football player, I think he's the quarterback, who gets traded to Chris's team. One interesting tidbit is that Gavin and Marley had a one-night stand 10 years ago when she and Chris were temporarily broken up, I don't know if it was 10 years ago. I don't know why I said 10. Um, soon into the book, you find out that Chris has been cheating on Marley and has been doing it for years. So Gavin finally sees this as his opportunity to swoop in and expand on the connection that they had together years ago. Yeah. I love this book. It was I so it. funny. It also gave you an insight of what it's like to be an NFL uh, NFL wife because the author herself. I know she was is an NFL, an NFL wife. wife. So, I loved that. So I'm sure she like drew from like her own personal experiences. Yeah, definitely. I'm not surprised. Like basically the NFL. Oh, like why can't I say that? NFL. The NFL wives. They like had a committee of like charities in, yeah. in dedication to like. Not the Broncos. They're the Stallions or something. Like, they were definitely, like... The Mustangs. Yes. They were supposed to be the Denver Broncos. But again, like Mariana Spotted, they changed it. Yeah. And usually, like, Marley really wasn't really into the the hierarchy, I guess, of the charity. And the NFL wives just love to pick on her, like, oh, haha, like, still, still a girlfriend. Like, or, oh, this is only reserved for wives. Always a never a bride. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think that's, like, super like interesting to see like how the author might have like pulled like for own, her yeah. own experience but i don't know this yeah. is just what i read in the acknowledgments what are your thoughts about this book Shafali? i really liked this book 
I thought that Gavin and Marley, like, had a lot of chemistry with each other. I enjoyed them being together. And I enjoyed that you, they actually went to football games. Like, you yeah. actually saw it was, like... This to felt be like a football romance. Like, it felt like a football romance. I thought the whole stalker thing was a little left field because that's how they kind of reconnect is that Marley knows that Gavin lives somewhere and she get like randomly gets stalked yeah. by this guy and runs to Gavin's house and then that's how it becomes like a whole story of them being together. But I think at the end of the day, this wasn't about Marley and Gavin. It was about Marley yeah. and her experience like becoming her own person and growing as a person and I loved that. Yeah, I feel like she felt like with her relationship with her ex-boyfriend Chris, like all she was there because they were together him. from high school yeah like the only like blip in time they weren't together was when like her and gavin hooked up and i just felt like the third act breakup was justified in that sense of like she needed to grow and the she needed to learn up let me tell you i hated it so much you like third act breakups. i do but okay so a little bit context gavin is like one of the most like he's like a great like boyfriend to have you know yeah when marley found out that chris was cheating on her like gavin just happened to be there he's like let me take you away from here i'll give you a ride like whatever when she had her stalker thing happen to her he was like you can stay here like i don't want you going back to your house because he might know where you live yeah and he was just like he would send her flowers like he would like wine and dine her you know yeah he was lovely he was a great boyfriend until the third act breakup where he basically like ruined all the progress that he had made when i was reading this i'm like chris obviously didn't understand her and didn't understand like her goals for like her career and stuff and then gavin proceeded to do the same thing like he just completely like bulldozed over whatever she wanted in the third act breakup i can't really see details but like it felt like all the progress of him being a great boyfriend i'm like oh so you didn't get it like you don't get marley at all i agree with that to a point But I think at the end of the day, you also have to, like, understand that what he did, like, it's okay for him to choose himself, too. No, 100%. But then why would he, like, completely, like, disregard her and actually make decisions for her? Like, I think he would, like, call her work and be like, oh, Marley isn't going to do this anymore. So let's make arrangements to see how she would work or how this would work without even, like, consulting her. That I didn't like. But I I I think what he did like overarching like the big reason that like they started like the fight i don't think that was necessarily a bad thing i don't think she should have a say in what he does in his career no yeah the kind of thing but i do understand like i didn't like that he would like make those decisions for her but i think be it kind of she kind of needed somebody to let like not let her go but she needed to be by herself yeah for a minute no i agree and i I think it would like that was okay i think i would have liked if she stayed by herself permanently like literally it was never gonna be permanent i know it's a romance book so there's a guaranteed like happy ending but literally as i was reading this i was like don't take him back don't do not do it and then she did it and then i was like i don't think he did anything that was worth not taking him back for though i i think what he did was like grounds to break up permanently like i would have let him go so so fast you have no idea i think it was like inconsiderate but i don't think it was like i'm never gonna speak to you again oh for me it's like never gonna speak to you again just because like the whole point of the story is like marley trying to find herself and like trying to get her on her own feet like trying to grow in her career also like she also did that but she went to him what do you mean like she moved before no yeah they even go back together but isn't that even like worse because i'm like i'm like your girlfriend i'm your partner and you don't even like you don't even like think of me you just think like i'll happily go along with this and like that i was so on marley's side i was like yes girl like get him for (laughs) me you know what i mean but then once she took him back i was like i'm a little bit disappointed yeah uh i do wish this would have ended with them breaking up but I don't know. I think, like, what he did, like, resonated with me so hard that I was just, like, I had to knock the review down a few pegs just because I was... Yeah, because I was going to give this book, like, a 4, 4.5, and then I gave it... I gave it a 3.75 because I just, like, could not agree with the decision. Yeah. I I don't think... Like, unless I'm remembering it wrong, like, I don't think what he did was... Like, I think what he did was, like I said, inconsiderate. And he should have talked to her. And he shouldn't have done it. But I don't think it was, like, 
we can't work it out and do better next time. I just think, like, if you did something like that, you don't understand me as a person, so I don't ever see this. But like, at the end of the going... day, they weren't together very long. Yeah. Like, he doesn't understand her as a person. But at the end of the day, the point of the book was she doesn't understand herself as a person yeah. either. Like, she only knows herself as being an NFL girlfriend. She needed to figure herself out as just an individual. Yeah. Because her whole identity up to this point was being a wag. I do. I also really like the title too, like intercepted, because it's like he Re- got her. Yeah. He got her. He intercepted. Like Chris. He intercepted. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. But yeah, intercepted by Alexa Martin. Unless you have anything else to say. I just want to say like good things about this book. I think it was like really funny. Um, I did not like that every five minutes. She was like hashtag, and I was like stop. <laughs> like we don't we don't have to go there. We don't need to hashtag every thought. <laughs> Wasn't she in marketing or like something like that? She, I think so. Like she, I think she was like graphic design marketing mm-hmm. for like this women's club. Like it was almost like the one of like a billiards club, but for women. Yeah, like specifically. So maybe that's just like I hope that doesn't happen to us. <laughs> we, we start, start hashtagging hashtags. <laughs> um, I never put that together. Maybe that's why, but I doubt it. I think it was just like her personality. Yeah, but Hashtag- other than that, it was a really like cute romance. It was funny. Um, you got. I think there was even like plus size representation. I think Marley is like a curvier girl, if I'm remembering correct. Uh, correctly. It was great story. Love the it. ending did ruin it for me, though. Even though I've said it a million times, but, I enjoyed. So I definitely, I still recommend them. That's, That's every football book that you can read if you're watching the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> and you're like, wow, that should be me. That should be me holding, holding your hand. hand. Would you ever be, this is a total side note, but would you ever be like a wag? That's the dream. The NFL? That's the dream. <laughs> if anybody Not knows hockey? anybody, I will be a wag for anything. Mm, baseball? Just call me. I don't care. Just call really? me. Just call me. <laughs> I'm there. I would love to be a wag. I'd be a wag all day long. But I couldn't be a wag for like golf. You know? Do they have wags? That's yes, they a, do. That's they question. should. They. <laughs> I don't think they're as like intense. Yeah. I know Tiger Woods cheated on his wife. That is crazy. The fact that it made national headlines. I know. You that's re- why I know. I remember being like eight years old <laughs> yeah. and being like, I hate. <laughs> yeah. no reason how to. dare he? he like he, he like yeah he's an adult i had a personal like, like a connection to his wife i'm like yeah. how dare he anyways i'd be a wag for anything overall. i too would be a wag i would love it sounds like a great life you know yeah i'd be like a kylie kelsey kind of wag though i feel like i would not yeah. be like a taylor swift britney mahomes like keep me away mm, no <laughs> but i'll do it i don't know what kind of wag i'd be to be honest but if there are any takers that would like to if anyone knows anybody yeah i can put this theory to work yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any expected reads, Shafali? I want to finish Fourth Wing. Like, that's my goal. Yeah. No, that's fair. Because I was having such a good time. Like, I was like, I'm going to Dragon School, too. Can I <laughs> ask, like, where did you end off? End up on? End off on? They were in the middle of something. Mm. Like, intense. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw up because <laughs> I was nervous. <laughs> and then you had to read, like... And then I had to stop because I had to read Love in the Red Zone. Like, the, the threshing or whatever hasn't happened mm-hmm. yet. It's, like, some event before it. Okay. Like, she just was caught in the tree. Does she have Xavier? Tarn yet? Sorry? Do you, does she have Tarn yet? Or no? I don't know what that is. Okay, so never no. mind. But what's his name? Xavier, right? Is that his name? Zayden. Zayden. Um, it's been a minute. <laughs> he found her in the tree, and he's like, I'm going to kill you, but not now, you, because you see it coming. Oh, my God. You haven't even met Tarn yet, and he's my favorite character. Is he the one she ends up with? Because right now, I'm not liking her options. Um, it would be very hard if she ended up with him, and that's all I'm going to say. Oh, is it like her brother or something? <laughs> no. Like a dragon? Uh, psh, I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a great choice. I recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Ending up with Tarn? You, Torn? No, Tarn? no, no. Just fourth wing Is he the black general. dragon? I can't say because <laughs> they talked about him for like a hot minute and and I'm like she's gonna end up with him because it's the only other black dragon is Zayden's or whatever. My Zay- lips are sealed. Fine. <laughs> I can tell by your face alone that I'm I'm hitting a nerve. <laughs> um, okay, so my expected read is Tessa Bailey's coming out with a new book again. Uh, again, she puts Not them that out that's like a bad thing. <laughs> she puts them out like hotcakes. Um, uh, she should. Yeah, she's a great author. But I remember she said the concept for this, like, book 
years ago. I don't know if you follow her on like social media, but yeah. sometimes she'll have like these thoughts. Oh, I've seen. Yes, I know exactly. What she'll be about. like, "Oh, what if I wrote a book about this?" Yeah. And I, let me see if I can find the title. Hold on. I oh my god, that's another book I started. And didn't I think finish. it's called like Same Time Next Year by Tessa Bailey. Yeah, I started, never finished. Um, it's the golf one. Hold on, let me find it real quick. I've seen the cover. Okay, so it's called Fangirl Down. It hasn't come out yet. I think it comes out that in February. Hasn't come out yet. I thought it was one of her old ones. Yeah, no, it hasn't come out yet. But I've been waiting for this book for yeah. so long because the yeah. the concept is basically like a fangirl of this golf guy, and like she goes to like every single one of his games. But like one day he notices that she's not there. Yeah. And I've been thinking about this concept for literal years. So <laughs> I'm so excited um, to read it finally. And if yeah. it comes, if it if it's awful. Like, not a... I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. Because I've just, like... I feel like I'm hyping it up in my head too much. Yeah. And I'm scared. No. You know? But I want it to it's be fun. good. Um, but, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, as you should be. But Sounds fun. Yeah. That was our football episode, y'all. I hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. Yeah. Eat lots of snacks. Maybe take a picture of Taylor Swift. If she's there. Yeah. You never know. You never know. I she might fly from her you know record breaking eras tour just to go stop by the football. But also the they, they have to win today. Yeah. Who knows? So the odds the <laughs> odds are more than just if she flies there. They're if they win today. I solely think about the fact is if she's gonna be there. That's all I care about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And Usher. <laughs> Usher. 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 I'm gonna probably yeah, watch. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But anyways. I'll I'll be watching. I I go there solely for the commercials and the halftime show. Like yeah. that's my Super Bowl. Yeah, it really is. The commercials and the halftime. And show. I'll be in your room, probably on your floor, just like like usual. Yeah, like usual. Yeah. But Any major TV event that happens, Andy's on my floor. Yeah, yeah, I am. Anyways, should we boogie? Can we boogie to the theme, to the <laughs> to the NFL theme song, if you will? Let's find out, ladies and gentlemen. What the hell is this? I don't know what that is. Oh, wait, I put the wrong song. Let's, let's, no, 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 before you play it, let's set the scene. Let's set the scene. Okay. You're in middle school, high school. It's a Sunday night. You're stressed out. You got the Sunday scaries, trying to do homework at the dinner table, and all of a sudden, your dad's screaming at the TV, and this comes on. You really thought this out. Oh, my God, you're still going. (laughs) This is, this was every Sunday of my life. Okay. Ready? Here we are. Or not. There we go. Shafali. Pleasure. Always. 